From COK Studios in Lakshmi Singh's stairwell, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. On today's show, we'll consider some updates from our team on the rising tension with China and how that's affecting global geopolitics. We'll also consider some new slang words and phrases from our resident experts, Leslie and Constance Kincaid. And we'll consider the best way to get pie stains out of suede. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the family of Grace P. Hansen, a nasty old woman who only ever watched Fox News, and her family wanted to stick it to her memory by giving all her money away to public radio. And the Old Town Playhouse, now showing a gritty new drama about the dangers of addiction and toxic relationships, based on the classic book, If You Give a Mouse a Dime Bag. For tickets and showtimes, visit otp.org. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. Between the war in Ukraine and the brewing tension between the U.S. and China over the alleged spy balloon, geopolitics are in a very unsettled place right now in the world. Joining us from her model UN field trip to The Hague is our senior international gossip reporter and popular teenage girl, Melissa Reynolds, who has been tracking the ins and outs of the balloon story and its far-reaching implications. Hey! What's the latest that the Biden administration is saying about this balloon? Well, the administration has been pushing out more and more information in the past week or so. The U.S. said the other day that these kinds of Chinese spy balloons have flown over 40 countries on five continents, which is so mid. An American U-2 spy plane did a flyby of the balloon that we just shot down, and images shown that it could totally collect intelligence and spy on American communications and junk. And the U.S. is saying that the equipment on the balloon was not consistent with weather balloons, which is what the Chinese were saying, so it's, like, way sketchy. Quite! I have a friend named Yin, whose dad used to be in Chinese intelligence, and he was all, oh yeah, that's a spy balloon. He said that their weather balloons are purple anyways. Their party balloons are red, you know, because they're the Communist Party, and they love red. And red is a really fun party color. Come on, Cordell, that was a good joke. Indeed it was, Melissa. I know! So what is next for the investigation? FBI officials said that this sort of recovery operation takes time, and so will the analysis of what they eventually find at the bottom of the ocean. It'll probably be a while before they identify the debris that's underwater, so everyone will just have to pop a zanny. Then they'll have to take the debris to the surface and back to land and get it back to Quantico for the FBI techs to take a look at it. I have to say, Melissa, all this business with balloons sounds so antiquated. In this day and age, we're back to balloons? I figured by 2023 we'd have something more futuristic than balloons to do our spying. Oh my god, I know, right? Plus, it's a big white balloon. Like, at least camouflage it so it looks like sky or clouds or some birds or something. Exactly! Well, it's funny you should say that, Cordell, because my friend Courtney's uncle works for, like, some big military contractor or whatever, and she said that he's working on all kinds of new balloon warfare technology. Really? I'm quite intrigued by that. 
Oh, yeah. It's lit. They're making, like, huge balloons that drop smaller balloons full of bad stuff, like cat pee and poison. And they're also making balloons with all kinds of, like, really sweet armaments. That's not what I was expecting at all. That's why I'm here, Cordell. Is there any kind of plan for how to stop more of these balloons from entering the country from China? Oh, bet. Courtney's uncle says they're working on a balloon warning net that's actually just a big net to capture the balloons. And if that doesn't work, they have a really sweet defense system. What's that? A really big needle. Ooh, sounds foolproof. Oh, totes. Thank you for that report, Melissa. No prob. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now it's time for our Around the Dial segment, where we check in on some of our other favorite public radio shows and podcasts. Today we'll hear clips from the Bill and Ted Radio Hour, and also a new podcast called Hanging in the Basement, that's just four hours of a group of friends talking about whatever in a basement. Enjoy! I am Bill S. Preston, Esquire! And I am Ted Theodore Logan. And And this this is the Bill and Ted Radio Hour! Today on our most excellent podcast, my esteemed colleague, Ted, and I will continue to investigate the biggest questions of our time with the help of the world's greatest thinkers. Just like our adventures through time, it will be most triumphant. Yes, Ted, my friend. Who is our guest today, Bill? Today we have Genevieve von Petzinger, who is a Canadian paleoanthropologist and rock art researcher. She focuses her studies on Ice Age cave art created by early humans in Europe between 10,000 and 40,000 years ago. Whoa, rock art? Excellent! I don't think it's that kind of rock, Ted, but still, she sounds like a most excellent guest. I concur, Bill. By the way, that was an excellent intro. Aw, thanks, Ted. And also, a big shout-out to our producer, Rufus, who puts together our totally bodacious show notes. Rufus knows what he's talking about. Totally. Let's bring out our guest, then. Welcome, Genevieve von Petzinger. I'm happy to be with you, William Theodore. Thanks. We will have a most excellent time. Tell us about the cave paintings and stuff. Well... With a few exceptions, ancient humans painted the same 32 symbols in caves all over Europe. No way! Yes way, Ted. That's amazing. It is. And it tells us a lot about those ancient peoples. Excellent! Oh man, Rufus is saying we have to take a quick commercial break. Bogus. Fear not, Ted, my friend. We'll be right back with Genevieve, so just hang in there. Totally! Only but like everything everywhere all at once. That's the only one worse. Honestly, I can't see. I just cannot get over that Top Gun is nominated for. Okay, it was entertaining. Well, but like we've got Smurfs two in the mix there. So like honestly, I know. Well, it's true. And James Cameron two is the James Cameron. Oh yeah, I know. I know. Real original. I'm so funny. But I know it's going to have some baby underwear. I know. I really want to watch it. I just so dumb. Please don't. <laughs> the sacred whale, Church of the Sacred Whale. Like that somebody drove through and, and saw the whale and, and yeah, there's something about it. Wait, 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 our pizza's here. What? 
You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to our resident phraseologist, Leslie and Constance Kincaid. They're back with us today to share some new slang in our Consider the Source segment. Kincaid's, it's so nice to see you both. Likewise, Connor. Happy to be back. We've obviously been off the air for a while, so what have you two been up to? Well, COVID was a dark time for us, because we couldn't travel without picking up the hot new slang all over the world. Yes, Leslie fell into a deep depression. He almost couldn't make love to me to begin each day as we usually do. Almost. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I would assume that some good slang actually came out of the pandemic, though. It did! Once we got over the initial shock of not being able to travel, we got very good at Zoom. Do you Zoom, Connor? I do, just not as much as I used to during the height of the pandemic. I love Zoom. I Zoomed with all sorts of people during the pandemic, and I didn't even have to leave my den. Just Zooming away. Zoomy Zoom, 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 Zoom. Oh, yes. Leslie almost insisted on doing this via Zoom, but I told him to put on some real trousers and come into the studio. It makes me wonder why I ever went anywhere or did anything. Zoom is so much better. These trousers are itchy. I wish I was still in the nude from the waist down. Oh, Leslie, please. Well, Zoom or not, let's hear some of the slang you picked up during the pandemic. Our first term is algo speak. Algo speak is slang or code words that arise from the need to hide from content moderation on social media. Sometimes it involves using numbers or special characters instead of letters or using different words that sound similar to the intended word to get around the algorithm. I get what you mean. I know it's become very popular on TikTok and Instagram. Yes, it has. I zoomed with a very savvy TikToker named Ryder who told me about algo speak. As in, unalive is a popular algo-speak word that means kill. That's right, you can't say kill. No, no you can't. And no, you shan't. So what else have you got for us? Our next new slang term is the bachelor's handbag. This one became very popular during COVID. This refers to a supermarket bought rotisserie chicken in a handy plastic carry bag, popular with the single man attempting to cook for his extended family. As in, Steve knew his niece and nephew loved a home-cooked meal, so he picked up a bachelor's handbag and a tub of pasta salad. Though happily married to the lovely Constance, I have availed myself of the bachelor's handbag many times. It definitely provides a great meal. Yes, it does. And if I were at home on Zoom, I don't have to worry about getting chicken grease on my sweatpants. Finally, we have Couch Buster. My Zoom friend Keith told me this one. A Couch Buster is a contemporary spin on the Blockbuster. It describes grand, crowd-pleasing films released for streaming services that one enjoys from the comfort of their couch instead of the theatre. As in, I could see the new Netflix movie in the theatre for its limited theatrical release. But I'm lazy and it will probably suck, so I'll just watch that couchbuster at home. All we watch are couchbusters anymore. I know what you mean. We used to have a different meaning for couchbuster, but it's not appropriate mm, for the air. No. <laughs> I appreciate your restraint. Let's hurry, darling. I have Zoom bingo in 20 minutes. Oh, all right. Well, as always, thank you both for teaching us all the new slang. It, it was, was our pleasure. pleasure. That was Consider the Source with Leslie and Constance Kincaid. That's all for this episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, you can always visit our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. You can also follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do it at Apple Music, Spotify, and Stitcher. 
The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Marianne Wetzel, Natalie Thorpe, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Yes, Leslie fell into a deep depression. He almost couldn't make love to me to begin each day as we usually do. Almost. All right. <laughs> Let's just assume that we... <laughs> Quiet. Mm, <yes. laughs> All right, let's do that again. Should I do my line again? Yes. Okay.